You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? You already know it. Your boy is back. And always, the Smoking Word podcast is brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. Support the show. Go to CasaTheRock.com. Cop a T-shirt, a snapback. We got slides. We got ashtrays. We got something for everybody in the house. So support the Smoking Word. CasaTheRock.com. U.S. sales only at the moment, but for everybody else around the universe, you can go to casadarock.eu. I repeat, casadarock.eu. Tell Theo Hoya Rock sent you, and he'll take care of you. He does international, and he also does all my um, Hoya Rock and a lot of the Madball stuff. So go check him out and GSR Records and everybody out there. And always shout out to my Patreon family. I love you, and thank you for holding me down. As you know, Patreon is a way you can support the show. It's a little bit more than just um, tuning in and, and hitting me on the DM telling me um, cool episode. You can support the show. There's different tiers and you get exclusive um, videos and content and all types of stuff. You get to find out who's on the podcast next. You actually get the podcast before the civilians do so. But shout out to everybody on the Patreon. They help me do all the extras. They help all the good art with the dope artwork and all the fly things happen on the smoking word and shout out again, mad love to the Patreon. And if you want to join the Patreon family, patreon.com slash the smoking word, go there. There's three tiers for $2. You can support the show. If you're listening to this right now, you probably have an iPhone or Android 15 or whatever. So you got $2 to get down with the get down. But anyway, patreon.com slash the smoking word. Shout out to Jason Q. Shout out to CC Delivery. Shout out to my Third Coast family farms. They've been keeping me mentally stable lately, so I got to give them a big shout out. Shout out. And everybody, keep following me on Instagram. Add me on Instagram. Hoya Rock 357. Smoking Word Podcast is on Instagram. You can add them on that. And also, make sure to add Smoking Word TV on YouTube. I'm going to say that also again. Smoking Word TV on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, like, hit that alert button. You got to do all that. The purpose of doing that is it puts the Smoking Word, all our content on the next level with everybody else's stuff. So, you know, we're contenders. So let's get let's get to that championship round, everybody. So make sure to subscribe to everything on the podcast, everything on YouTube. And we dropping new videos consistently. And it's going to get even crazier because we're about to do some big things. So stay tuned. And this week, I figured let's take things to Canada. Canada's finest. My boy, Andrew Goose. Come back, kid. Let's set this shit off. Yo, yo. Yeah, Canada is in the building. Hold on, let me give Cat. I are you my first Canadian? Let me think. Let me think. You might be the first. I think you might be. It might be true, unless you had unless you had JoJo on. But no, I think you know what. 
Canada is going to get a standing ovation. Only few people get that. Roderick was the only one. I'm going to give Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. Yo, what's crackalacking? What's good? First of Chill. all, how, how's everything, first of all? How's everything? Everything's fine, man. We, uh, we're back on tour. We just got home and uh, have like two weeks break right right now. And it kind of seems like it's like back in full swing again. So it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I saw that shit. So I was like, so let me ask you. So this run you just did, because first of all, the run looked dope. It looked really good. Hell and yeah. um, was this the first bunch of shows you guys done? No, you've done any. No, you did something, right? We 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 had a good half a year uh, from like August last year till December. Uh, a lot of it was in the states. Yeah, uh, there there was a little UK thing um, and a tiny bit of Canada in the summertime. Uh, then we got like it all got shut down. We got Omicron um, at the end of our last December tour. We got stuck in the states over Christmas, which kind of sucks. Europe canceled in January, but this now we're back. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it, that, it, it's good to kind of like safely do it from Canada. The, the, the border thing is kind of hard for us when we like when you get separated from like family and shit. But yeah, you know. yeah. And, and you saw it from the other way around. You were trying to go back in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see, how does that feel? Now, you know how why we love Canada, but not that border. Yeah, it sucks. But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, I, no, it's, it's, all, it's all good. And dude, this we're we're going to just continue on. And that's probably. it. And that's what it should be. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you know, where they allow us to play, nobody's playing illegally. You know, we play exactly. where we're allowed to fucking play. So play. Dude, I can't believe I'm on your podcast. You're my hero, dude. Well, nah, get out of here. You know what's up? I've been trying to get you for a minute, but you've been busy. And I'm glad because also, you know, Canada's important. You guys are important. And you're also not just for Canada, but in general, um, bands from um, our era which is like the mm -hmm. uncle era. You're like the yeah. younger uncle still from us, but now you're in the uncle era that you still been on your season. We're definitely uncle now. We're, we, yeah, we yeah, yeah, definitely. You, we were the cousin to the uncle now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're the younger uncles, but you're in that um, in that stage now. But also, again, going out, putting out brand new record, you know, putting out a record of touring still like, you know, keeping it moving. Young taking out young bands all the time too and shit like yeah, that's important like exactly too. that's why i it, it was important like you know there's a lot of canada always had a place for hardcore number one you mm. know um especially um 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 well all of canada got always was down for well, whatever they could get you know part yeah, you know pretty they, much they, they had it in them and then they were just open to whatever would make yeah. it past the border but something from the east part the center to the east part of it as far as even the days before me, when I would like uh, hear the old stories, it was always a Montreal guy with the AF crew, somebody from Toronto with this dude, maybe from the yeah. middle of Canada, an old skin punk yeah. band <laughs> who came to America and he's squatting downtown and blah, blah, blah. There was always an element. And um, Canada always was like a second home, not just for Mabel, but we got that because of agnostic front you guys took agnostic front the old the old guard for sure to yeah. af as one of theirs especially like montreal and hell yeah shit, you know? huge huge punk scene there and i mean it, it, what a punk city i was just there uh we just did like our last two shows there and so i had a couple of days to hang out there and it was it, it, it's i mean it's so much culture and art in that city and yeah you know and, it's, and you're winnipeg right 
I'm from Winnipeg. I live in Toronto right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Toronto now, but you're born in Winnipeg. That's right. That's right. So, so all right. So when you when you found um um without just like when did you get into whole yeah. music? But yeah, what what was the underground shit that like what was the mishmash you were getting that was already like you know everybody got in certain areas you know or I got into uh, skateboarding so I was into the Beastie Boys or this and then a little funk and then for, Metallica for sure. I wanna, or whatever. I want to show you a poster that I just posted today. Um, so I just announced this show today at this place called the Royal Albert. So it's kind of right. like, that's like our CBGBs. You oh, see right. the poster? Like that, I, you kind of did like a, that's dope, a little, dope. Yeah, it's a dope poster too. So I just announced the show today. It's like a second show we're going to do in, in a couple of weeks in Winnipeg. And I just was explaining in the post, it's like, that was our CBGBs. We had Sunday matinees, just like y'all. Like we were, I was like, you know, 16 being like doing shows at 16 years yeah. old, like playing in three bands or whatever. And uh, the, the big, I think the big one for me was like Propagandy. Uh, yeah. They were a band that like really exposed the city and the country to, you know, they were on fat and, and then also like kind of exposing us to their politics and some of the, you know, human rights issues and, and uh, stuff that we wouldn't have really thought about before that. So that was kind of yeah. a, my, a big introduction for me coming from like a, a sheltered background, you know? Yeah, all right. And, and right before that, were you around music where you had any type of music around you before totally that? all all through that with family and stuff oh, well, uh very, kind of music very well because my parents play in their church so i know I was so it's a real, lot of as i said you come from a real religious background exactly. and i remember early on the whole the band was looked at in a certain yeah, way which for sure. another thing without even trying to go to that which is great that that shit is like Hey, I, I'm a religious dude. I got, you know, mm -hmm. I don't believe in certain, but I'm a, I'm a, a spiritual guy or whatever the yeah. word, you know, whatever it is. But um, what you guys did, another thing to add a notch to your belt, which I just realized was that, like, you passed that. Like, it's yeah. more than just, oh, these guys used to be a, a, this type of band and they're trying to do this or this. Like, it's not even a wash. It's like your work is talking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think, like, me and Jeremy, like, the guitar player of Comeback In, he was in figure four with me, too. Yeah. Which, which had more of that connotation like because we were kids like we were just so young and so coming yeah. out of that but like we kind of romanticized those days a little bit like those like this like the those days like, it was fun and and it was kind of gave us our start and like it's kind of like pretty funny to talk about some of those bands that were around back in those days and even like you know you guys went on tour with no one is a victim yeah who that's jason from no one is a victim gave me my start oh okay All so right. when, when i was super young so that was that kind of connection too. I remember. So um, yeah, they're like the, all those old days. Everyone romanticizes those like formative years, you know. So we 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 look back at those that time, and even with like the like Christian connotation, but with yeah. like fondness, even though we don't like fuck with it now. But yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. Now let me ask you: Did any? Because some people, not everybody, has a fucking horrible um, experience with coming from a religious household. Mm -hmm. Some people obviously may not stick like die hard with like how their parents may have wanted them to be. But, yeah. you know, they went on, moved on. They're like, yeah, it is what it is. And then there were some kids that they just went totally against, <laughs> yeah. you know, because, you know, the religion just got ate them up or, you know, uh, you know, I seen it with some very close friends of mine that were Jehovah Witnesses. I got no problem with anybody. I don't know much about what, but I, they were used You're, to be them. People love the extremes, right? It's yeah. like one yeah, side yeah. you're going to, yeah. So I'm like, but you think um the uh, the 
the crazy music have anything to do with um anger from the household or just anger as a as a kid and just or just like the craziness because I come from a good house like yeah you know, I got my my mother passed recipes but I came from a mother and father brother sister I, I wasn't that but I was a uh, 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 you know I liked. I got a thing for violence in a way. You know, yeah. I don't know how to say it. Like, I, I don't want it on nobody, but if it if I taste it, I want to drink it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I just, I'm built like that. So I stay away from it. It's like chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's like chocolate and poutine. I, I think it's just like, uh, we want to <laughs> rush. It's hype. It's like, dude, like when growing up, like when I remember, the, like still remember the first time hearing like hold it down. I think because, okay, let me get this straight. That was your guys' major label debut, right? The uh, Roadrunner. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The, the, the uh, Roadrunner was set it all, but no. Um, I'm holding down was the, the the debut on um on um the West Coast label on Epitaph. Epitaph. So it was a a big deal. But it because... was more of like a little polished, a little bit more. Absolutely. And I remember that came out. I think maybe I would say like late '90s, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and that was just game changer for us. Like we'd heard Mad, we loved Madball before, and but, you know, so I come from that world of like political uh melodic uh very like um you know kind of technical punk yeah pop, pop punk punk yeah know, skate punk whatever yeah, yeah. and then on the other side of that uh madball me and, yeah. and and so so i think that gives you a good indication of what you might get from comeback kid yeah. as well and, you and, know and, something and in the middle absolutely and what's dope about also you guys is that you guys got that metal tinge, but it ain't the metal like what everybody's doing right now. That's just happening. Not to be that. The yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I have, it's I have metallic, but what's up? Yeah, what, what, are they? yeah what, what is it? Tell me, tell me. Tell I, me. I have thoughts about certain drum beats. Um, as far as like the fast beat, especially that shit's not really my <laughs> the way, especially when he does it with the double. Yeah, yeah. Not and my you, fantasy. And yeah, and you also, but also, um, you play drums, right? No, my brother plays drums though. Oh, your my brother, brother played. You also yeah. played, but you played guitar. That's what it was. I know you played, I played more instruments and sang. Yeah. You did that originally, right? You played. I started. Guitar, good, right? I started comeback hit on on guitar, and I then uh, then we switched. Um, I don't think that comeback hit ever played with you when I played guitar. Yeah, no, yeah. I, but I remember we talked about it. That you, I remember for sure, and because I started uh, figure four on vocals, so that's why I was able to like switch over onto it quite easily. And then with figure four, I remember playing, I want to say we played with figure four, but where homegirl was in the band. Yeah. So we did, I think like we'd already been broken up, but we brought you guys to Canada. Uh, you guys headlined, but like we did like kind of like, we never broke up, but it was our kind of reunion shows in like for 2014 or something. Yeah. And actually I just confirmed we we're trying to wrap it up, but we haven't played since then, but I just confirmed that we're going to play this for that furnace fest uh, in September. I saw that. We're, so we're thinking like do that and then maybe play one more show in Winnipeg and like I've never really broken up a band so that would be a good opportunity. Did you break? Did you break up Demise? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? That actually broke up. You know, back then, big news broke up. You were the you're smart. No, people are smart in this music shit. Um, it's like saying um, you know, if you had a child, even if you're yeah. not with the child, it's like saying oh um. I, I was never a father. No, you just weren't a good father, but you yeah. had a child. You know, you did uh, lay something and, and, and put it out there. So it's like, yeah, by by saying that's it, I quit. You're kind of saying, like, I'm going to quit being who I am. If you're really a musician, you know, we have. Yeah. To so, I mean, they they made it worth our while to, like, relearn the songs and stuff like that. So we're like, OK, I'll go play. And then we're like, oh, might as well get come back get to play again there, too. So. 
it'll be a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. What was the first show back? That, all right, first of all, so there's, I hate talking even about this whole, uh, you know, pandemic and all that type of shit that was going on or whatever. But to touch on that, like, right, um, obviously, because you're, you, you, you were, you're seeing it from the Canada side and we were on this side. Obviously, whatever mm-hmm. happened a year ago, I, almost, I don't care no more. That's that's then and there. Um, you got to see an opening before us because you guys got to travel, right? They were letting you guys travel over here before we could go over there, correct? I believe so, yeah, because... <laughs> well, not well, you guys. Well, no, 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 definitely. You I guys are like Mexicans. You guys are like no, Canadian-Mexicans sneaking borders. Here's the thing, because we could go to... You could go as a Canadian to um, America with uh with a visa so because we have a visa to go there that lasts a year every year we get a new oh, so if your oh. visa still worked that would be a, like essential travel oh all right yeah because i was like yo they made it i remember um i think um because i seen um or oh, i seen jordan po- post something or whatever and i was like oh shit these motherfuckers like they're getting a fucking yeah was, i'm psyched for anybody playing anywhere you know it just means another open spot you know but, what I mean? but we were definitely like on the outside looking in i remember when we started playing shows last like summer so and it, i came to the states in september and i just remember like we played a show with like some of the newer bands that are like in the scene and stuff and it, it was like you know uh uh dare and one step closer and some yeah. of these like brand new bands and i said i went up to them like, yo like i've only seen you guys on youtube over the last two years because in canada <laughs> we haven't had shows i've just been watching youtube yeah and so a lot of these faces became real life after like just watching, like being in Canada, we were really stuck up here. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. luckily, like weirdly, like Canada got a lot of support. Like, like I got like this thing called CRB that I got like a few like rent money and stuff for like a Amazing. few months. I was, I was curious how Americans got by during that time. We got, like, to, well, some Americans that we got screwed. Like I could speak for me, you know, Madball, we got screwed because, you know, we do everything by the book. Which yeah, screwed yeah. us, which screwed us yeah. because yeah. we don't make the money to, to, to be able to claim money. And we have we had jobs, so they didn't want to give us. We fell in a weird middle spot where we got yeah. I mean, we really got fucking screwed. But whatever, whatever, you know, and Jeremy mean, was Jeremy was doing Uber Eats. You know, I was I started getting to driving for film and shit. Oh, yeah. So we do did what we had to do. And but, dude, it's so good to be playing shows again. Like, it's, oh, yeah, it's well, the one. Well, what was the first and we got show, a show together? Yeah. We got a show together in Italy. I uh, saw I just, that. Uh, so Matt Cabani from Hellfire is going to get it yeah, this yeah. summer. I, I was seeing that. So what was the first show back or during this whole thing that you guys did? We did this festival in Quebec, uh, in Victoriaville, Quebec. So uh-huh. and, and, it was and it was just awesome. It was yeah, great. And, and, and was what great. was the vibe in Quebec? Because Quebec is wild. Like they well, got that their one. Own- that one was normal. And then we went back and played like a month. Then we went to the UK, played Slam Dunk, which was also normal. And then we came back to Quebec and we played like, okay, two shows that were pretty funny. We played the Quebec baseball stadium, like the main baseball stadium. And it was like, we would play and then a hundred meters away, there was like the ball stand and that's where the crowd was. And we were just like, whatever, we're up to just like play a fun experience. And at first I was like, okay, I'm not gonna like go to the crowd, but I was watching from the stands and uh my friend's band boundaries was playing and the singer came to the stand I, I was just with my friend in the stands and once the singer came and took the wireless and like walked to the people everyone's like oh. so uh, i'm like okay later on i have to do this to, yeah. so we kind of made a whole thing of it i was doing like laps around the stadium <laughs> but like going like through the stands and everything 
So that was funny. And then we did another show in Quebec where, which was like seated, but it didn't last long. Yeah. It, yeah. And then since that we're, we've just been in the States and just been, it's just been normal. Uh, and now finally, finally Canadian restrictions have just opened up now here, March, 2022. Oh. So this is like, this last couple of weeks, I'm just saying like, hey, whose first show is this compared to America? You guys, you guys have been doing it for a bit, but this is everyone in Canada's like first time after yeah, two yeah, years yeah. seeing shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, this is sure. wild. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. I'm waiting to fucking get back. That that That's one of the spots that I was like, man, that sucks. You know, it's like right here and it's always great. And, you know. Yeah, and you can fucking and, and you know you could move through Canada a little bit. You could do the west, you could do the middle, you could do the cut. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot, and there's a, a lot you know, of a drives lot. though. Yeah, but I mean, America is too in a way. You know, if you ain't playing yeah. the the coast, it's like getting the people don't understand. America's a minimum seven eight hour drive every day. You yeah, know, unless you're playing the fucking coast and shit and fucking and fucking no. But it's it's been crazy this whole shit. Like when when this when it first went down, did you guys have anything planned that got canned? The, the lot dude the lot got yeah, canned. It, we had we had a festival in indonesia that march with a slipknot we oh. still have the we still have the the deposit from it so we got to go play it like next yeah, year yeah. or something but uh that and like asia and like we had a whole thing planned but you know here we are and now we have 2022 planned pretty much yeah. like uh we're we've definitely come out swinging and, and we're able to like we're expecting to like pivot and make changes if things have to happen yeah because you know? i yeah i saw you guys work like during the whole thing when dropping a video and or whatever working on music and i, I could I feel that oh these guys are ready to play and then the next thing i saw was you going over to the uk so how yeah. was that that was like for me even though i wasn't there that was our first like all eyes on like terror's going out there and come back and oh shit. yeah i'm like i don't believe it to the there. yeah no and i know it's i'm like, like I, I'm waiting for like instagram feed trying to wait see pictures like Exactly. No, well, that's how I felt too, like during that summer. And then you guys played the show at the park and stuff. <laughs> yeah. so I was definitely living vicariously through you guys. Yeah. I did the and, same with you guys. And you're, we're, we are, we are the uh, weight loss uh, brothers over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But you always, you know, on the trim side. I had to no, catch up. Okay, okay. But I, but I did lose forty pounds. No, you do. So. You look it. You look it. You're looking good. What, what, did, what, what did you change or Dude, stop cal- doing? Cal- calorie deficit. Yeah, uh, that, that Noom shit, that Noom app helped me. What, oh, what's the, what's that? I don't even know that. It's but. like a like a kind of a psychology like app, but like I kind of got my bearings, and then I'm able to do it on my own after yeah. that. And uh, maybe maybe I just had to watch a couple late night Adam like yeah. uh, Instagrams maybe <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give yeah, me a no. couple. Give for, me a couple no, adv- for, advisors there. For sure, no, for sure. Like for me, you know, it's funny. Like um. Obviously, you know me for a while and also a lot of people. So they come at me. A lot of people have been coming at me with them, uh, um, asking questions. And I'm like, yo, I, you know, I grind it, but I'm the furthest thing from a, like a, a trainer or whatever. But what I was lucky to do and I tell people, I go, this is something for everybody out there that we're lucky that in our world, we have drug, drug addict friends, yoga friends. Krishna friends, um, 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 Christian friends, um, 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 health nut friends, beer drinking friends, where all you got to do is reach out and there's somebody that'll help you. And what I would do is, okay, I know I got to, I got to lose weight. All right. I got it. One, I'm going to give a remedy to everybody. Eat less. One, <laughs> you want to lose weight? We know that because I'm talking calories. You yeah. have a certain amount of calories you're supposed to live by. All right. 
bring it down and then eat clean. When you start eating clean, it meets in the middle because you start picking your meals better because you want to yeah. you want to fill up. You know how it works. And yeah. You start yeah. looking at food in a different way. And you and you realize, OK, I really I know I'm going to want to have dinner with some, someone. So tonight I'm just going to take it easy today. Just kind of like, you simple. know, some veggies and some stuff today. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. It's yeah, simple. Exactly. And I tell people, I go, look, it, you know, the fact is I, I'm all for that whole the minute I hear a diet, the minute you tell me that bullshit, I say yeah. that's get ready to, to fall off. You know, yeah. it really is a lifestyle change because it is exactly what you said. Yeah. You fire. It's a diet plan that you follow with your lifestyle. So yeah. exactly one day what I would do is. It got to a point I, I hit it die hard for like six months, but then I'm like, that's oh, it. Dude. That's me too. And then coast a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then exactly. And that's what you should do. What it is you get there and then it's like, okay, now how did you get there? Cause you were being extreme, but you were eating clean. Now, same thing. Now we could have that cheat day. And then the next yeah. day I would be like, you know what? I'm gonna eat vegetarian today. Cause next week is a barbecue. So I want to go like, off, but you're like heavy, like hard body lifting and shit too. Right. I don't well, do none of that. Yeah, no, but that's now because um, what happened was um, long story short, so I, I lost a lot of weight. Right now, I'm 230 pounds, but Damn. I had hit 205 when I did the that New York show the first time. Oh, word, yeah, yeah. About, and what happened was when I saw myself in pictures, my head looked too big. <laughs> I was like, look at the okay. side. I look like I look like Easter Island. I had an East. Okay. I already got a big head, but I even in pictures, which make you look heavy. I was looking, um, I didn't look right to myself. I looked like right. frail and everybody around me, the band knows I saw in these pictures, I got to kind of got freaked out. I was like, right. Like, Fuck, <laughs> I look weak. Like I look like frail. And I, I looked at Mikey, my drummer. And I go, next time you see me, it's on. I go, I'm going to the gym right when I go home. Like, cause I lost weight, but I say, man, I need a little muscle tone. So like I was saying before, yeah. who do I know? Adam Blake. Shout out to Adam yeah. Blake. That's my that's my my Yoda. Yo, Adam. H2O for those that don't know. I'm sure everyone that listens to this podcast knows yeah, that. For sure. Adam from H2O, hit him up and give him whatever he needs because not only does he know his shit, but on the real, he knows what a real everyday human needs to, to work on weight loss. Not no fantasy, like some superhuman is going to follow. He's realistic yeah. with it. And he's I literally hit him up. Uh, he, he's working on a diet for me. We just worked on one now because what I'm doing. So whenever I had questions, yeah, I pick up a phone or I text a friend. Everybody, there's things called friends out there. You totally. text your friend and you ask questions. But long story short, I started lifting weights and I gained more size and, and I'm working on that. I just didn't want to look frail. You know, I was that's, fu that's funny how people like perceive themselves because I never would have thought that at all. But like, also just like, I would have that maybe with like shoes in the past, like, oh man, those shoes look too bulky or what yeah. I can't wear like these yeah. shoes. That I like. Just the weird ways that you see yourself in the mirror. Yeah, it's like, you know how it is. Yeah. So people don't like, I've always been a big guy. So to whatever. So yeah, I definitely still feel like that. Like, I mean, whatever, I still a big guy. I'm 230 pounds. And, yeah. but I'm like, but in the pictures, I saw myself from every angle and I look frail and a no big way. ass head. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit, I'm going to the gym. So I don't that's, stop. But um, what, so you funny. started. But what made you want to do that? Uh, it was just like, dude, this is my I've always had wanted to do it. And like you said, you know, do it with quick. 
if I, it's, I, I heard, I got the plan and I'm like, all right. Oh, and this is what happened. We started recording the comeback kid record mm -hmm. and I wasn't having social meals with people, especially with the pandemic. So it was a great time. Cause like I was just in the, in the studio 12 hours a day. And that's what really where I got it started. And when you have like a goals and you're kind of not going out and socializing, that's the, the way to do it. Just do a quick hideout for a bit and then kind of you can re reintegrate into yeah. life. I guess. It's a routine. It literally, that's the problem is um, being able to step out the routine and start it up again. That's the hard yeah. part because yeah. we get in because we're home. We could kind of say every day I'm going to go because me every day I know at the gym at 5 a.m. I'm there. But that's because Crazy. I'm home and that's just how it works for me. My only block of hour where nobody fucks with me is from. So what time do you have to go to sleep at then to get wake up at five? 1030. 1030. And then you sleep till 430. I, I, not even, I sleep to, you know what? That was the idea. And in my, I got a mental problem that yeah. I, 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 I'm turning into a gym rat in a way that I start thinking of, man, I got some working on, you know, I'm doing chess. I want to do this. <laughs> I said, so I literally wake up. I, my alarm set for 420 and I've been waking up at like 350 and I just stay awake. And then because, you know, I, you got to get there. I know I got to get there. And I said, oh, it's on. So I, you know, I, I do my pose. I wait by the gym. I'm there already. 430. I'm already at the gym. I wait for them to open up. Yeah, that's why I'm like, dude, I'm not a morning person. So I see you like rise and grind at like 5 a.m. <laughs> I like, like oh, go to I sleep. <laughs> like, I'm, that's, I'm just, I'm still up maybe from the I night know, before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shade in the yeah. dark. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I tell people, um, find your nighttime. It ain't, and not everybody's that. It's just for me what it was since obviously I'm also home now. You know, I'm not, I don't, I don't have a nine to five in that way. And I take care of my kid and, and, my, and I help out taking care of my pops. So, the only block of two hours where I get absolutely zero phone calls, nobody fucking with me is from five to seven thirty, and then yeah. I gotta wake up my son, breakfast, then the day's on. So yeah. I know I get at five in the gym by six, I'm out. Six thirty, I'm home. Protein shake, meditating. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Routine, you know. <laughs> but That's um, sick. but it's hard, and I'm, I'm. So you've been doing that, and let me ask you: Are you uh? eating meat vegetarian or you just try to eat clean yeah, i do i do eat meat um yeah totally and, yeah uh, have not you one been of those... like a certain diet or you just try to cut out junk food what, what was uh you think the main thing you you got out of uh yeah like not not to like continue on too much about the nutrition stuff i would just like get like I like to snack. So I would just like get snacks that are like, maybe don't taste as good, but like, I can just do like, like low, like popcorn. I could pop my own popcorn. Maybe gotcha. if I want chips, I sprinkle some chips in there. It's not so many of them. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, carrots. And my band makes fun of me for this. Cause we get it on the rider now. Uh, mustard. Cause it's zero calories. So oh, I just yeah. put, put all the, mustard. all the veggies with yeah. the mustard. Hell Dijon yeah. maybe that's a little better, Hell but yeah. uh, you really want the ranch, but I take the mustard. <laughs> yeah. So. People don't understand the condiments is what gets you that a lot of times you add like may mayonnaise and shit. That shit's a lot of calories and shit. And fucking sure. did you um how did you feel on these last shows a little being lighter? Dude, I, it's great. I, I've been like laughing to all my like to all my friends. I'm like, it's like I'm moshing for a living again. I'm stage diving more. And I, I didn't really stage dive before. And I'm like, now I'm 40 and I'm stage diving. Yeah, so it's working. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> and, and, and with the last record, what you did, how, how did you go about it? When did you record it? Was it during this during the, Dude, yeah. the pandemic? Yeah. I, I saw when it was 
getting laid out and but i kind of lost a track of time like if you did it right before the pandemic happened or it's, during it was the perfect pandemic. it was perfect timing like all the shit got canceled so we're like all right it's on we were gonna do a record anyway so it would have taken even longer you know how our bands are it takes yeah a long time yeah. so yeah like we just kind of sent sent each other like riffs like how you guys probably do um on uh email and I have a little setup in my room so I could just like, you know, be like, blah, 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 blah. I do like cadence. Uh, of course. Um, things. Good like, ideas. Without, and just, yeah, get ideas down. And then that sucks or that's cool. Uh, and then we just kind of kept on going. And then we meet in Winnipeg where Jeremy lives like two times or three times before the record. And then we finally recorded in Winnipeg. Uh, was, the, it, was it a studio you fucked with before? It was. It's like the studio that we did. It's like Winnipeg isn't a huge city, so it's like it was the premier studio there. It's called Private Ear, and we did uh, we recorded Die Knowing there. And the guy who engineered it, he did our first record, Turn It Around. Um, so you know, and he does also like bands I was talking about before, like Propagandy. Um, he does like Cancer Bats, and it's a very like local Winnipeg type thing. But they got yeah. thing, yeah. And um, we just it's funny with Propagandy. We they've been around forever, but we just played our first show with them right before the pandemic the last time in europe that's crazy that would be my dream to have like you two like it's like total like opposite type bands yeah, absolutely like <laughs> and it was funny like we both when we first met like we kind of were just looking at each other because we kind of like felt like we should know who each other are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was cool it was quick. it's definitely like worlds collide there uh, <laughs> yeah. i mean they, they do chromex cover so yeah i mean yeah exactly like and also now it's like you know even now even the different people that were so different back yeah. then, we're all more same now compared to the, sure. thing, the way For everything sure. is going now. It's so insane. Yeah, exactly. So crazy and fucking. No, that's um, great. Yeah, and, and and when you and when you were doing these, did you write any um um a guitar shit or any any yeah. other chops on this shit? <laughs> yeah, because you know I play guitars. And yeah. I, I was pr primarily like the key songwriter, me and Jeremy, and then now like Stu's in the band. You know yeah. Stu, who's Shout our guitar Stu, player, obviously. Stu Ross um, and uh, Chase and Lauren, they they can like we kind of we we me Stu and Jeremy would write the songs. Stu had like tons, he had like so many, and so like there's lots to choose from. But here's how it goes: when if if I'm the writer of the song, I get to be the boss of the song. Yeah. So so or like if Jeremy writes the song, he's the boss or Stu. So. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll write all the vocals to yeah. all the songs. So they, I'm always going to be involved in everything, but you know, we're going to produce each other's song. Hey, I yeah. like this. Let's, let's take this one out and put yep. this in, or I'll add a different riff. But if it comes from you, you're the boss. And so you get the final say on all this. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and so we good. have probably like 30%, you know, it's pretty split up evenly between the three of us who's the boss of each of, yeah, of, yeah. of the 11 songs <laughs> you know? and and you i know you you you've played guitar and you wrote did you always write on all the records or totally yeah, oh, so yeah always i'd always it. i'd always do the guitars and with jeremy and uh and so you, and write and write all that shit so i'm, I'm definitely i definitely miss like double picking like that you know yeah i haven't actually touched the guitar in a while so great and let me but still um I bet sometimes I'm guitar is better than having to run around and sing. Huh? Sometimes, dude, we just did like uh, we did two nights in Montreal at this really small venue. And then Jeremy's like, well, we're here anyways. We need to sell some more merch. Let's do a second show on the Sunday. So, uh, dude, hey, like, like, for you, it's easy. Just play guitar. <laughs> I got to yeah. like sing and, run around, yeah, and, and talk to these people and talk and act excited <laughs> you know, I am 
With Jeremy, with a small word with Jeremy, when the, one of the last times we were talking, I'd say this all the time. So we were talking about something. He's like, oh, something Florida came up. And he's like, yeah, crazy. I, I go to Florida. He was my sister. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, really? He goes, where in South Florida? I go, where in South Florida? He said, "Um, in Homestead. And I go, wow, because Homestead's the next town from like next wow. over. And I go, wow. And I go, where in Homestead? And he goes, Country Walk. And I won't say more. I don't want to put up more info, but I'm like, basically, that's where I live. Dude, that is so sick. I go, wait, 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 wait. I go, wait, oh, I go, hold on, hold on, hold on. I go, because um, what it was, Homestead is the, is the zip code, but it's still my neighborhood. But I don't say it's Homestead. I say it's Kendall. So I go, wait, 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 wait a minute. He goes, she lives, and we did it. And when I looked, it's like eight blocks over here. Like, I'm like, that's are you so serious? Funny. Like, small, small world. He was just showing me uh, photos of his like nieces and stuff just the other day. So I don't think we've seen them since they were kids. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's that's awesome. That's yeah, so cool. Like, I remember going down to Miami and we visited them. Uh, this is in the figure four days um, because we got an offer to play Puerto Rico in like, oh, this is like 2002. I think maybe you guys had you played there as well, uh, right? Well, we were, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did play there twice. Yep. Twice. I just remember playing like flying down to Miami first or driving, sorry, to Miami first and then go to Puerto Rico from there yeah. and meeting that that family there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. fucking have you been um listening to anything new? Music's been crazy. Like it, it, there's good shit going on and crazy shit, like from the new bands into turnstile. I like I've been bringing the turnstile up just because we're seeing some shit right now. If you like turnstile or not. This history being made right now with, with, oh, with totally. this hardcore shit. Totally. I, I like a lot of stuff right now. I'm just like pulling up my phone. Yeah. So I don't get, but like I love uh I love like yes, like a lot of the new hardcore stuff, like the stuff that's like turning my crank right now. Pain of truth from New York. Have have you heard them? No, I'm gonna check all this shit out. It's the the guys from Backtracks, little brother, uh, oh. is singing for is singing for them. And they're good like bloodline, then that's a good bloodline right to the back. Yeah, it's exploding fan. right now. Um, I love uh, Section Hate. I'm wearing their shirt right now. Shout out. Uh, uh, I love this band from Australia called Speed. A <laughs> That's another, a perfect name for that. Another, another band that I think is like taking your guys' t uh, platform and yeah. taking it into their own thing. Um, speed? Speed, yeah. yeah heavy, yeah, heavy and groovy. Well, yeah, dope. Um, and uh, fuck, there's so many. And then on like the punk side, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I just heard this band called High Viz. That's Hi. really good. Yeah. And um, the chisel is pretty cool. I've been um, here. I heard of them. I've been here. Just more them. like, you know, this is like 16th note type stuff, like punk stuff. I like that shit. I, I really <laughs> back this new wave of, of kids that are coming out. Even I may not agree on. I like the punk part of them as far as the mentality as, you know, fuck these older dudes. And I'm one of the older dudes that say fuck. Yeah. But I just wish they were a little bit more respectful. Like, when they're in the right to say fuck you to the older guys, there is some older guys you should say fuck you to because they're yeah. out of pocket. But there's you should show a little respect when they're just trying to like basically show you your bloodline. You should take totally. that, like totally. it or not. But I do like this new wave of, uh, of bands that um they're getting gritty with the sound. Like, again, I was more of a hardcore kid with the metal, with the thrash tone. And I was not so much the punk rock hardcore guy the bands now got that dirty punk rock which yeah. i just like because it's refreshing and it ain't the, the the crazy metal which i love 
but it's he- heavy it risk like- with like a distorted vocal or something like that. It's yeah. a little bit more gnarly. Bands yeah. like uh, Spy or something like that. Yeah, uh, like even the like Scowl. I had I had him on. I had her on the band Cat, right? Yeah. So I've been. I was just hearing a lot about him. I was like, let me check him out. And then because they were going, getting on everything, I was seeing them on tour with Terra a lot, and I, they was just popping. There's certain bands that I would hear about it was them gulch certain bands i kept hearing i'm yeah. like yeah, i want to know who's what i like hearing yeah. what's what long story short i'm hearing i'm like fuck they sound i go even the name scowl reminds me of like a yeah. band that would be 1988 demo scowl from new jersey or whatever totally. and I go, wow that's a that's a dope throwback-ish kind of name and then i heard the sound i was like fuck it's dirty and it's me yeah they, and they it's love homegirl. negative they love negative approach like that's like their biggest sighted influence they, you know shit like that my point being, like what you basically hit is um they're 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 dipping into the right gene pool again with that, like the OG shit. Like you don't totally. gotta like it, but it's there. Yeah, no, it's and, and it's it's really exciting what's going on right now. Like so many bands came out of the pandemic and it's they're young and hungry and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going well. It's funny, like ever I, I learn about so many of these bands from like listening to stuff, but also like people showing me stuff. And then also when we go on tour, like we're always scouring for bands and, you know, sometimes I do these, we get these tours and I, I ask like 20 bands to go on tour before one finally is able to like make the dates work yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. it's definitely like, it's, I'm always learning. I'll, I'll, I'm always kind of trying to like, kind of like keep with it. Um, that's why I'm always even at- in the older age, you know? Yeah. That's why so. I always ask people what the kind of what they, I try to remember to ask them what they're listening to. Cause a lot of people hit me up because, uh, you know, um, we have people tuning in from all over and they hit me up. They're like, yo, thank, thank you for putting on this band and that band. We didn't know about them. They're looking for music. So the minute they hear, um, their, uh, our peers, their peers or the bands they like shot, they're always asking, yo, uh, who are new bands? Who are new bands? And I'm yeah. always curious too. So I, it's something that I keep trying to remember to ask people. I'll literally send you like a list of bands that I for think sure. are awesome. That that also that are probably wearing Madball shirts currently. So no, no, for sure. <laughs> no, anyway, I want you to send me that later anyway because I'm yeah. gonna start putting up a list on my thing and start putting up like little playlists uh, of bands to check out because it's it's important for the new bands. Like when you know it. it it's more important than just saying it in a song. Oh, you know, the 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 bloodline and the roots and blah, blah, blah. We really got to put on and showcase these people if we want this shit to live. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and again, like <laughs> a lot of these bands, like uh, Madball is one of the biggest influences for the for, for groovy, for groovy, like. Yeah. Hardcore, you yeah. know, thanks. You know, and, and what, what I like to give us credit for the one thing I try to give us credit for if anything was that we were the band when we came out a lot of people hated on us a lot a lot of the OGs hated on us because we were too street we were too graffiti we were too hip-hop we were too this we were too that fine whatever we 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 surpassed we lasted whatever whatever but people didn't give us the chance and I was always like yo if you gave us a chance we got some dope shit for you so I said you know me and Freddie were like very like, well, well, fuck that. We're going to show you what time it is because everybody, people didn't see that behind the scenes. You know what they used yeah. to say? Oh, Roger's little brother's band. That's what we were called for the first, like, two years. Oh, Roger's Crazy. little brother band. Oh, baby AF. And I'm like, we don't sound like AF. Yeah, the AF guys here, yeah, I get it. And I got bent. Personally, <laughs> my ego, I'm like, yeah, watch. That's when I started saying, 
watch the shit we drop. Like, I was like, I, we got to come out our ass on this record. You know, I'm always writing songs and shit. Totally. And then, then that's the set it off shit, you know, little by little sneaking in. It's like, we got to, I like that. We got to do that groove shit. We got to make shit bounce, you know, and like. Yeah, but just the crisp recordings on that. Was that, who, what was that? that Jamie Locke. Uh, Jamie Locke. Not the guy, Dean. No, Dean did um look my way. Dean, but, but right. uh, shout out to Dean Bolalutis, Bolalutis. I can't say his last name, but uh, and were you was, guys were, were you guys recording analog always? Yeah, yeah, no, well, all yeah, the first Pro Tools thing we did was with Zeus, and the minute right. we did, we recorded one track, and he's like, Mitz ran through the guitar, and he's like, all right, run through it again. He's like, all right, we got it. You want to do the next? And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We, we stopped them. Me and Mitz were like, wait, wait. What do you mean you got it? He goes, we got it. We're like, there's no way we got it. We just did this in two minutes, three minutes. He goes, no, you, if you want to do it again, we'll do it again. But we don't need yeah. to. But I go, are you? I, I looked at, we couldn't believe it. Because, you know, we used to do it on 100 playthroughs. Yeah. Ever since then, it was like, but we, yeah, I used to do records the old way, you know, rough. Yeah. I did a record on a DAT recording. Like it's a different, not, it's not quite like, it's not tape. It's not yeah. pro tools. It was something different, but that's kind of when I got my, the start, but also, sorry, I know we're, you're interviewing, but I also wanted Don't to interview matter. you on this, but what, uh, what was like, what was the Tim thing? Like the Tim Armstrong thing? How, how did that go? Uh, are you still, I also <laughs> want to know, ask you about when you were telling me about writing songs and, and you said you like love to write things down on the wall. So yeah. I wanted to touch on that as well. Yeah, no, what happened was with Tim, it was just long story short, basically. So we were right. It's crazy. That last record really happened, like everything lined up, you know. So obviously I had a bunch of these songs and they were more, those type of songs were more, more sing-along-ish. Street, streety. Like, streety, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More on the, you know, the street punk side of the hardcore shit. It's just I had all these songs that I was working on. I in my head, I'm like, they're not Mabble, but they were dope. Yeah. So I, I was stocking them up, stocking them up. And then one day I'm 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 playing Mad Ball riffs or, or pre-Mad Ball riffs to at a, at one of these rehearsals. And Freddie's like, yo, what's that? And what's that? And I go, that's mm. my other shit. He goes, what other shit? And I go, ah, I don't think it's Mabble. He goes, that's just dope. That's the fuck it. Let's use that. That like he was just right away. Yeah. I said, fuck it. I kind of had some hangups because I was like, it's really dope, but it's really different than what we've done. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. and I was like, you know, a little bit nervous, like kind of mm -hmm. like because I'm like, yo, you know, I like making a statement when we do an album. But I also like, you know, I want it to be played it the right way. And out of all people, it's just funny how it works out before we even knew we would end up in the studio with Tim and whatever. We had some shows with um, we play. I played a show with Lars was in New York for something. And I asked Lars, I go, Lars, I got these songs. I, I wrote them on acoustic, but they sound dope. I'm not sure if it's going to translate. He goes, do it. And I go, but I'm weird about, you know, the map. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do yeah. it. He goes, what do you got to lose? It's what you want to do. Do it. Worst comes to worst, you come back, hit them back with a hard one. If, you know, that. Yeah. I said, all right. We played a show in, um, in um, um, London, and um, Tim was in town, all the, the Rancid guys. And Tim showed up. And I go, yo, Tim. Got all these songs. He's always talking music with me. We talk music. Like, yeah. I, go, I got these songs on acoustic, but I don't know if they translate. Go, they sound good on acoustic. They're going to bang. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, do it. I said, you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. Long story short, which ain't that I'm trying to speed it up. Big Chris, shout out to Big Chris, was, uh, you know, work, um, Omerta and oh, everybody yeah. um, working on with Tim. And just, you know, we all fam as it is. But Tim had a studio and basically was like, yo. Tim was like, yo, I, he just got... 
his studio and was like, yo, what's up with doing the Mad Boy? He's like, oh, they want to do a record? He's like, I, I, I would love to do the Mad Boy record. That's sick. It just lined up like, yo, you guys want to do a record? And that's fam there. And basically, you know, we, we went and um, we collabed a little. You know, we went, but basically just went in. And it was like, um, it just happened to be a, 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 a more street punkish soundish record. And people think Tim was the influence on it. It just, it wasn't. But coincidentally, no, it worked out that. I, I was more, I, I was also interested in like, so there was that engineer there and then Tim would be kind of like in and out or you did, did pre-production with Tim or like how did oh, that work? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tim was around a lot and we bounced a lot of shit off of him and Kev is from the, shout would out you, to the would you like do, would you Would you do like uh, writing sessions and stuff like would, you know, at all? No, now I, I didn't, which. I regret and I would in the future, yeah, like take yeah. it there, like yeah. more what I would do. I had, I had all these songs that I kind of had. He kind of let me go off on my own, you know, mm. and I would kind of more be he be sitting around. I'd be like, yo, I got this and I'm thinking of doing this, this or what do you think of this, this and that? And he goes, I kind of hear something like this. And he would kind of mm. throw in and and help if I got and that stuck would be at, that would be at the pre-production stage. Um, no, while we were recording, while we, you're just wilding yeah. out. Because yeah. we we didn't do it as we should have properly, really, the full pre-production. I had a lot of these songs and we kind of went. It was a little bit more wild style than. Yeah. Then kind of stuff. Stuff was more happening on the fly. Yeah. And, and not on purpose. It was just we never worked with a producer like that, like yeah. where, oh, we do the pre-production that in advance and that intricate and that, that you know, we never laid out a, a pre-production demo to, yeah, yeah, yeah. since like five albums ago. So it we had it mapped up. We had it mapped out to the point where like our drummer had like his like garage band and he, he was mapping out his kicks Perfect. to the, to the night before. So that, Hey, if you miss that kick, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. we know that no, we have it here. We, if there yeah. was debate about it, Hey, I got right. it. Hey, yeah, it no, was, that's <laughs> great for us. It was more like I had these songs and it was more uh, cause it was a more rock and roll feel. And that's what I wanted on the album. I was like, yo, uh, the vibe in the studio is gonna be um, usually a mad ball sessions are mad stressful. Like, like we in there, like this one. I said, yo, anything that we gotta think of, you get the fuck out the studio. Anybody who's in the studio, they oh maybe maybe too much of that. I was like, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, it feels good. We're having a good time. We're rocking out. Let's go. Um, yeah. he was there like to bounce. And, I like um, to like have it be bible and there's like, all right, no, we've we've already had this discussion out there. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, what I would like to do, though, my my, you know what? The perfect scenario now is all right. Now I'm going to go in like that's basically that last record. That was shit I had to get off my chest. You know, it's like I yeah. got to get how I would go in now is be like, yo, Tim, let's get in. I got all this. We're going to go song by song. I'm going to throw you these riffs. This is how I'm going to lay out the skeleton. Where do we go from the skeleton? What will you do from here? Where can we take it? That's what I want to do now. And then yeah. go in and then say musically, oh, because I hear a melody like that. Okay, with a melody like so and so, what how we would build a song around that? Because as a songwriter, you can't fuck with that dude. You know, totally. and, and you may not not everybody may hear it with some of the, you know, even the more regular, more punky, regular rancid songs, but that shit is thought out. It's really thought out and it's, it's yeah. And it's, yeah, uh, it's it's great. No, I was always curious about that, that situation, how that all like transpired. And yeah. And Kev, the interrupters, he was the engineer. Interrupters. And, OK. And, yeah. And he's a fucking killer. Like nice. uh, ear killer musician, 
great dude, and he'd be there, silent assassin, quiet. But I'd be like, "Yo, what do you think of that tape?" Like, that's good, that's good. And and that dude's a killer. Like those dudes play everything, and and it was good to have dudes like that also. Like um, you know, um, people that know what you do, what you've done. They're, they're yeah. the same kind of, you know, they come from the same cloth, and they, you felt comfortable, and everything just fell in place. Like even the guest on the album, like. Steve from the business. I didn't know he was going to be there. Steve showed up right, when we were yeah. writing our Oi song. I said, you get it on this shit. <laughs> Put a guitar on him. I don't give a fuck what comes out. We're putting it on. You, you, you have like, yeah, you have, you have to have names for songs. Like that would be your Oi song. We always have a Madball song. Oh, yeah. Every record. Yeah, there's yeah, there's yeah, a Madball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but there's a few other bands too that go in there too. That's funny. That's, so, uh, but there's got to be like, uh, there's, a, there's a new record probably. You've been talking about something, but. Do you know well, who you're gonna record with yet? Well, in a perfect world, it'd be with Tim, right? You know? Oh, now out in that same studio in LA. I would do everything the same, you know, and and that's the plan. I'm saying will and whatever, but I would do everything the exact same way, except now on this record, I got a, you know, I got some other shit. I got like a groove heavy, yeah, like bunch of tracks that I burn got. It, burn it, burn yeah, it, burn it. Some of that, some of that, some a slides. Lot of that. A lot of sliding, a lot of bounce. Um, you know, touching more. The other thing was 60-40 more, the, the old style punk hardcore. This being more 60-40. Um, the thrash, the groove. Groove yeah. thrash oh, part yeah, of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and um, but I had shit that I'm really psyched about. I got cool style. And I think it might that mashup would be very interesting with Tim, how he would hear it. Cause in all fairness, Tim was the one saying, I want Madball to write the heaviest record. Like he wanted us to do that heavy, heavy record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and we came out more with a more rocking record, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, you know, he probably was a caught off guard a little bit, you know? So now give him something that he, he would have expected from before or whatever. And yeah. see, wow. That, that brings the, also everyone's minds to that, yes. that spot, which could be cool. Like, how he hears vocals now over Freddie always had a natural style where you could put him over a metal riff. He won't sound like a metal guy, but he'll, he could, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he has a good uh, flow. He'll sit in and I'm curious, like some real heavy bouncy metallic shit, but Freddie style singing that with a little tweaking from Tim, like what would he think of? How could yeah. we build up a core? How would he set up a, a chorus to build it up in that? Like, yeah, we have sing alongs, but you guys have even more intricate, like a build up because you got bigger style kind of chorus singing yeah. parts. You and know? one thing that I've been thinking about lately that can apply to all music, especially heavy music, because it's such like a thick line of like, but is and I, something I always talk to like my, my music friends about is like just taking stuff away sometimes is the ant like so that you can you know, a verse take out the guitar. So it's yeah. just bass and vocals Hell and whatever. Yeah. Or just like it, that makes all of like the heavy mo- moments so much heavier. So just thinking of also just like just leaving space between instrument parts is always Absolutely. really cool. Uh, and, you know, taking out the bass, you know, or it's that's kind of because again, you look at it on pro. It's so thick. So yes. sometimes when you hear heavy music, it's just ah, the whole way through. It's nice to kind of like bring that in and out a little a bit. A thousand know? percent. Me and Craig. Shout out to Craig ahead. Me and Craig ahead. Hell yeah, these, Craig ahead. We, we have the same combo when we're talking bass, but the exact same way. Um, 
that's what Madball did. I don't even just say what Madball, what, but what I do is consciously is that way you do because we've always had one guitar. So I learned how to use dropouts. We don't have any other instruments to use other than yeah. guitar and bass and drums. Yeah. So. And, and, but you see, you also hear it as a songwriter. That's how I know you're a songwriter where you're paying attention like, yeah, wh wh why does it sound like this? Oh, because it's just nonstop. All right, what could we do so it doesn't just sound like that? Okay, let's drop out the guitar and let the drums write and then bring the yeah. bass up and then the chorus when they all drop. Exactly. That's, that's being a songwriter, you know, and. You know, know what's being a great songwriter is if you can make a, a song where the chorus is the small part, but still catchy. And then imagine that would be, I'm going to make, I'm going to try to make a song like that. So Chad Gilbert, my brother, Chad Ball, let me tell you, that's my, that's who I look at sometimes for songwriting, who I reach for like, man, I need the Chad, the Chad gene. I don't think I've yeah. ever been told him like that. I never seen a motherfucker. It, that close to me, that talented in putting a song together, how he grabs, how he lays it down. Like, I'm almost offended that it's so easy for him. I'm right. such a hater because I love him so much. And he's just like, because he loves music so much. His brain is just so open to everything. Yo, I, he'll put a song together like this and it'll sound like a radio song he'll or he'll alter something and that, that'll be a metal song and he'll be like let's yeah. make a hardcore song like a real one like some he's gonna do it and i sit there and i'm like <laughs> like you know look at you know the record he helped with with tarot also look at proofs and pudding wherever he's he's around totally. you know you look uh, keepers of the faith yeah for sure you know you want and the and the and that uh trapped in the rice record that he did and you know, yeah. it's like, you know, the, even for the other stuff, like besides not just heavy stuff from the Hazen Street, his own stuff like that, that's uh, the vocal stuff. A lot of it is Freddie and then Chad working. But that's Chad in the room thinking with some cool shit. I seen Chad pull shit out of the air. Then I'm like, where's uh, where's where's uh, Hazen Street going to um, rehearse before those uh, Northeast shows um, on the first show? <laughs> For sure. Keep it motherfucking real. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Practice, better get your chops up beforehand, boys. <laughs> I got my bass right here. I've been jamming uh, the Hazen record on YouTube. Oh, it's so funny. That's like, that's uh, definitely comeback in style too. Like, all right, yeah. we're jamming in in Germany. I yeah, guess. exactly. Yeah, for the full force. Yeah, we're gonna jam yeah. in front of the crowd. Basically, um, yeah, we haven't played in a while together. Um, the plan is to get in earlier that day. <laughs> You know, to me, it's like Mackie just kill it. Mackie kills it. I'll fall in with him. I can hide yeah. behind him. Professionals. And, and, Professionals. and then everybody else. But it should be cool. I'm kind of psyched to, like, do that. It'll be fun to see all the guys at once. And they're all doing it. Like, you know, we have, like, you know, Dave Kennedy's playing. Mackie's there. You know, so it'll, it'll be Sick. fun to do Sick. some that's, shit like that. That's and, awesome. That, that's yeah, so funny. Yeah. No, but again, like the. Those were great writing sessions, man. You would enjoy that, I think, if you were seeing because oh uh, yeah, because you're a singer, guitar guy. That's how Chad is. Which and also, I wish. it must have been like kind of bringing everyone out of their element as well, just like hard <laughs> hardcore guys coming out, and then you know ha having that like what was there like a good Charlotte connection? Yes, was, uh, absolutely a good Charlotte. That was so all, there was yeah. there was just a lot of like uh, 
a bizarro the alternative. The <laughs> yeah. It was uh people didn't know what the fuck was going on. I, they were like and the warp tour, there's warp tour stuff and like just stuff like as a young kid, I wouldn't have expected from Madball. You know, I was like, whoa. We, that was kind of the idea. None of us did. The best part was to kind of proof in the pudding that besides Chad and Toby, when we did Warp Tour, the rest of us didn't really know anybody on the Warp Tour. There was 500 bands. You know, we knew maybe like Pennywise was in no effects. Yeah. But we were like all these other because it wasn't like, our world. Now it sounds just like like normal, Comic, like a hardcore. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, but, yeah. but back then it was like so shocking, you know, so different. I, I, it's so funny cute. that you is you hit it on the head. You just popped in a situation. I remember specifically, um, fool the world. You know that one track. So, you know, Chad, and that's one of my favorite tracks. It got kind of that surfer feel, right? But I remember yeah. Chad goes, "Yeah, I got this riff," and you know, and you know, Mackie's just back to kind of just hitting the drums and. And then I remember I'm like, how would I play it? I go, it feels like that surfer shit. So I'm fucking around like, yeah. And I'm looking and I'm like, in a way, at first I kind of felt a little goofy, you know, at first. And then Mackie's kind of kind of sinking in a little bit more. And I'm like, and I'm like, then at one point me and Mackie are like, I'm like, man, if me and Mackie can make this shit seem like it got flavor, like, oh, we could kill it. And then, but it, it was funny. It was weird at first. I'm like, I felt like like this at first, you know, I was like, uh, it's, it's it's hard to write uh, positive songs. Uh, yeah. Oh, very hard. Thank God for Toby. Have you ever written a song uh, in the in the key, the major key, like um, intentionally? Well, what's the major key? I don't know what that means. really like, I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I don't like, know how, how you do it with like, but it's always happy. Like, do, 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 how you connect the dots and how you make things happen. And we will get into that, like real intricate parts, how we could do this and what, yeah. but like getting us out of pocket for these songs, it was kind of weird. And then it was like, all right, um, how can we get off on it? And it was like, you know, we got to make that Mackie swag on it. You know, that's the only thing we could smear on it. It ain't going to be like the heavy meathead, but we could, you know, <laughs> swag the shit up and shit. So it was like, uh, hell yeah, but it's cool. Like, um, you know what it is to get in and have to write a song and be like, you know, you're basically like writing a movie. So it's like, it could be a happy movie, a mean movie. It could be a comedy. It could be a fucking horror. You know, you got to kind of put yourself there. You know, we ain't going to go in just being like mad ball mentality. The idea was, yeah, the mad ball guys in that world. That was our whole thing. Like, yo, we came to ruin the party, you know, kind of shit. That was the idea. But, But come there with the same type of, or there's they're serving at that party, like you know, yeah, our little yeah. that was kind of the concept, and it was like and cre- created a little bit of a, a good memory and legacy there. So. Yeah, yeah, kind of good. And um, what what? So what's right now for you? You got you did all these things. You got like what's next for you guys right now? The next move, next show, yeah, so, if booked. Yeah, like I just got off the phone. You know, just my guys are trying to like. uh manage like home life and and uh tour life so we got the whole year planned i just like i think i just like pulled like you know two weeks out out of something just because it's just getting a lot but like it's like from now on it's like bang 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 thing 
um, the tour, we just did the Eastern Canada. Now I have like a week off or two weeks off and I'm going to do Western Canada. Dope. Um, and then a bunch of festivals in the States uh, and, and then, and Europe. And so it's all kind of like happening again. It's, I, I guess it's, I, I'm home. I just got home like two days ago, like I was telling yep. you, and I'm leaving like next week. So I don't really feel like I'm quite home yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you won't. You know that is. You're gonna get yeah. home, and by that time I'm when back. you settle in, you gotta bounce. It's been it's been good. I'm like kind of in that like zone right now. So the, 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 the next run coming up is the west coast of Canada. Yeah, Western Canada. Western that's with Canada. cancer bats. Okay. Uh, cancer bats guys. Um, oh, dope. Shout who, out to my, them too, man. Hell yeah, Mike from Cancer Bats, the drummer I played in Figure Four with, like back oh, in the day. Right. So there's that, you know, kind of a home connection. We're gonna start that off with the Royal Albert Show, which is our CBGBs. That yeah. thing I was telling you about. Yeah um and then yeah it's like it's just kind of it's gonna be a great busy it's crazy we got um we we got to take a hatebreed slot on a couple festivals that i didn't think that um we were going to be able to play uh hellfest we got we got to take their spot and jer on air um oh. so france and uh and oh, yeah. um Holland, I guess. Jared, Jared uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you guys Holland. are going to be at both those festivals. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see you guys over there. It'll be good it's, to see, like, be able to knock on what you, you know, everything goes copacetic. I think this will be like uh, kind of the, the festivals, how they were maybe like 10 years ago when everybody was still able to see each other at the same festival. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, and not like totally. just spread out. You know, it used to be like we were able to see each other more. I think now there's, um, you know, um, uh, I'm seeing more shows of people we haven't played together exactly. Like even like the sick of it all one and that one, that something like that we haven't even done when there was yeah. no pandemic, you know, it's yeah, been a while. For sure. So for sure. But good and shit. I might need to mooch mo mo your uh, sound guy off you, maybe. Oh, well, go ahead, guy. You know how that is. If, you know? you're, if, we're, if we're playing the same day. So. Yeah, you know how that is. We always got, you know, we always make some, you know, we always, uh, We'll do some trade barter system, you know, but, uh, <laughs> so some of that BC bud, you know, in the future, you know, whatever. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, no, listen, I'm glad I was able to get you. You know, I know you were busy, but I was, I said I had to get Canada in here. You know what I mean? Hell so yeah. I, I appreciate you, man, dude. I've, I've wanted to, I've listened to your podcast a lot too. So yeah, you know what's it's, up. Uh, now I wanted you guys, you guys, like I said, very important, not just for Canada, but also you, the guys repping the hardcore shit and you happen to rep for Canada. So yeah. Canada, stand the fuck up. A lot of Canada tunes into us, by the way. So Hell shout yeah. out to all my fucking Canadians out there tuning in. But um, I'm glad you're able to fucking do it. Tell all the fellas I said what's up. And hopefully next yeah. time I can catch you guys in person. You know, awesome. I will catch you guys I, in person. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see you soon. And uh, the new record that we have is called Heavy, Heavy Steps. Let them know and, where to get uh, it and everything. It's all it's all out now, and you know, pretty much just check our Instagram. You can find everything there. So. And the merch too. They could get the merch there because that's everybody. The merch too. I gotta get my mer merch. I gotta get, yeah, I gotta get that merch game of, a little up and running better here. So we're come on, we're, redo come we're redoing on. the store. We're redoing merch the is money. Now. Merch is money. It we is, all need it. it. We're, we're all hardcore bands. None of us are the misfits or Slipknot. Shout out to them, but we hate <laughs> them. Hell yeah. But Thanks, listen, y'all. No one love, man. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll send you the info when this shit drops. When it dropping next week. So, awesome. um, but yo, come back, kid, everybody. Make sure you get the record, cop the merch, tune in, catch them live. City near you. Yo, Goose, we out. See you soon, bro. One love. <laughs>